All right, and we are recording. Welcome to Peakton College. This is episode eight, I believe. Is that right, Craig? Fact check me. Uh, yes. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. you thank you, everyone. Mind. All our loyal fans for listening for seven episodes. This is episode eight. We have a special, very special guest uh, coming off a very special moment. Uh, we wanted to bring him on. This is like Sports Center when they bring on someone right after their game. Uh, we got Nate Morehauser. Uh, Big moment for Nate, uh, new fiance. Congratulations, Nathan. Um, very and Eden. Yeah, Eden's the real Eden winner as well. Eden's a, Eden's a loser in this situation, unfortunately. Yeah. Getting stuck yeah. Nate That's what I meant. <laughs> I was Nate's say, the winner, Eden's a loser. In college, I definitely peaked in college. So. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, Nate. Hey, appreciate, appreciate it coming to you from Des Moines, Iowa, where it all started. Yeah, we're yeah. All, all spread out in different cities, man. Des Moines, we got one in Louisville. I'm in Iowa City, the Hawks. It's crazy. Well, yeah. What are you going to say, Craig? I, I was going to say, Nate took cuffing season a little too seriously, but, I mean, good, good for you. <laughs> cuffing season, it comes every fall. You gotta be I've got to be I've got one funny story about Nate. Okay, I'm ready for it. Let's and, hear it. You two, you two lived together, right? Nate and I. Yeah. Yeah. For two years. Yeah. It, two it, miserable it, it, long years. Oh no, three years if you add the dorm too. Because it was was it freshman, sophomore, and junior year, or sophomore, sophomore junior, year. and senior. Okay. And who was your was it who who'd you room with freshman year, Nate? I roomed with a guy named Foster Mudge. Foster, that's right. That's right. I will. Nate. Nate was almost my freshman year roommate, but I never knew it. I posted on the Drake freshman or first year, like, you know, gr- group Facebook page where, you know, people were like, Hey, I'm looking for a roommate. I'm a chill dude who likes sports and music and hanging out with friends. So I made one of those posts. A couple dudes hit me up. Most seemed pretty whack. Um, one seemed normal. So I roomed with him. Little did I know though, that I was like private on Facebook and Nate had slid into my DMs, but it was like rejected because we weren't friends. Um, so we never were roommates because it was, I didn't understand technology. Nate was probably so thirsty, just like messaging everyone on the board to try to be roommates with him. And then he got hey, some foster mudge. I think well, we, what do you think about the Iowa Hawks? Me and Craig were hanging out like sophomore year. And I was like, Craig, I th- you know I messaged you to be your roommate one time. <laughs> or he like found it or something and put all the puzzle pieces together. And it was it was pretty depressing on my side of things, but. I bet, uh, if I, can find it. I bet Eden would agree that you dodged a bullet there, Craig. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I ended up getting a room right next door to David, and that's that's probably how it all started with me the, and David. The rest is history, yeah. I, I've got his message. He said, hey, man, I was just reading the Drake Facebook page and saw your post. I'm really into sports, friends, and music. <laughs> you probably have a roommate, but if not, I think we would get along very well. Even if you do, I'd like to get to know you. Hopefully see you in the fall. <laughs> How generic sports, is that? What guy going into college isn't into sports, friends, and music? Why did you sign your name like an old man in a letter? <laughs> like grandpa and grandma? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's funny. That, that's, uh, that's classic. It's a little embarrassing, but hey, you know what it is, what it is. And now you guys are friends. It all worked out in the end, right? Now we're famous on, on YouTube. Yep. You're both my receivers in, in flag football, so we're able to build some chemistry that way. So good. Well, you know, I, I think about that pass you threw me in Lincoln quite a bit. Yeah, no, I think about it every night before I go to sleep. All right. Anyway, against the Air Force C team. <laughs> so Nate, let's talk about this engagement. Okay, I'm really proud of you. It was a big move. I really never thought it would come. Um, <laughs> But you, you met a very sweet woman. You've been dating for a long time. I always thought you would propose on the 18th green of some golf course, but you decided to, uh, you know, use her best wishes and interests in mind. So tell, walk us through your thought process going into it. Were your palms sweaty? Um, were, were you nervous? Were you freaking out? Talk to us through it. All right. Yeah. So I'll knock this one right out, out of the gate. It definitely was not a surprise. So um, we kind of uh, – it was in her best wishes and my best wishes as a purchaser of a, of an expensive item. I wanted to get her something that she, I knew she would like, you know, I didn't want to get something really off the wall and like 
it wasn't any of her interests. So we went and we, uh, we picked out a ring together. So that was, that was step one. I know everybody has their own, their own opinions on how to, how to do these things. But well, I feel like a lot of people do that. Like you want to pick out, so you're spending a lot of money. You want it to be something right. they like. Well, usually you go and get ideas together and then like the guy will make the ultimate decision and it'll be kind of a surprise of if he got it, not if he got it, but when he gets it and things like that. So we bought the ring or we didn't buy the ring together. We picked out the ring together. You split it 50, 50. No, dude, we did not. Split it <laughs> so what was her, what was her go-to uh, ring pop flavor? Which one did you guys ultimately decide on? Was she a blue raspberry type person? Raspberry, yeah, for sure. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> so Eden's, she's a big Halloween uh, buff. So she loves, loves everything Halloween. And so we had a big Halloween bash party planned already in the works before any of this engagement stuff started happening. So once I had the ring on order, I thought it'd be a good idea. All of our friends are coming into town from out of town and 30 people coming to, I invited you, Dave. All, all their friends are in town. <laughs> Craig, you're a little far away. Yeah. So everybody's coming into town, you know, be a good time to celebrate Halloween and a ring. So I did it a couple hours before the Halloween party on our back porch. I can I can throw pictures in the comments below um, of the setup if needed. Um, but yeah, it was nice. Our back porch is one of our favorite spots at our new house. So you just had to make Halloween all about yourself, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all about it was you. nice. Uh, that's that's a good that's a good idea. I mean, you're able to to celebrate with your loved ones afterwards, and uh, you know it's a big moment for both of you. So so having everybody there, I'm sure, was pretty important. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. She gave me a lot of a lot of ones that she didn't want. So like not at Christmas, not in front of the whole extended family, you know. I had some guidelines to work with. So not at a, no idea. Not on Halloween. Green probably. That's probably a given. Is Eden the Grinch? She didn't like it to be around <laughs> Christmas or what? <laughs> no, Eden's not the Grinch. She just loves Halloween more than Christmas. So, okay. So you talked about how you bought a ring together. Like, I, I feel like that's pretty normal, like where they're able to tell you what they want. And then you're, if you're spending so much money, like it's good to know what they want, I guess. Um, but was the actual proposal a surprise? Like, was she surprised or was she like, did you guys talk about it the night before? Like, I can't wait to pop the question tomorrow. No, no. but she did. I think she did have a good idea of when, like it was happening that weekend. I don't think she knew exactly when or how. And it was still a surprise because I like, I like got cupcakes. I had her friends like set it up as a surprise outside. I had some music playing, like a special song. Like I had pictures of us like posted on our back porch everywhere. So like how I did it, I think was more of the surprise. What song? It was uh, for those Shit's Creek fans out there. It was simply the best. The best. Shit's Creek. Yes. You're a basic, a basic B word. Basic. So that's a good sound. That, 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 that's, that's heart touching. So how did you bring it out? Did heart you have felt. like, did you have like a dozen cupcakes and they all had like the spider rings in them and then you just stuck your ring in one of them and handed her the cupcake or how did you? Uh, I, had the, I had the ring in a, in a, in a bowl of candy, like, like trick or treat. So it was in a big Halloween jack-o'-lantern bowl of candy and I just reached my hand in and grabbed it out. But sh so the plan, the initial plan, here's where it gets fun. So the initial plan was to, we were going to go take pictures. We have a cemetery right across the street from us. We were going to go take pictures with the cemetery in the background, not disrespectful, but like with it just in the background. Super romantic. And, it's, right. Yeah, it's romantic, not Halloween. I wasn't going to propose at the cemetery. Stories. Yeah, you can have you can have the ghost of Mr. Smith putting his arm around you while you guys are taking a picture. Exactly. Glad you understand. You got people. You got people next to him, you weeping, like putting flowers down. And so as we were going to do that, her friends were going to set up the porch. We were going to come back and the porch is going to be set up and whatnot. However, Eden decided to take three hours to get ready for Halloween and her witch costume and her makeup and the whole nine yards. Probably that probably plays into her knowing it was going to happen around this, this time. She wanted to, you know, have everything ready. But she to doesn't want to look like just any other witch. You right. know, it's a big right. day. Yeah. 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 Felt the pressure as well, I think. And so 
I finally just, while she was getting ready and I knew it was going to take another hour, we just set up the porch while she was upstairs and just took her outside after that. So, yeah. All right. A little, a little audible there at the last minute as I was nervous all day. It's when you grab the bowl, you grab the first a Snickers, then a Butterfinger, and then finally the ring. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I ate a couple pieces, you know, put a ring pop on my own finger. That's good. That's good. You deserve a ring as well, Nate. Hey, Nate. Yeah. That's, that's the other thing. When do I, when do I get the, the ring? That's a, it's a total scam, dude. We, we, I think buy like four different rings and then we get like a little band that is, now they start making them like out of plastic and rubber and stuff. And that's like the style to go with. I want like a baller, like diamond wedding band, you know, David, David's ring is going to be like a JV high school championship ring. <laughs> no, we didn't have playoffs in JV Craig. Everybody knows that. They ended our season short. Um, so Nate, you hinted at it. You proposed on your back porch, the favorite spot of your, of your house that you own together. Talk us through, um, Craig and I just being apartment dwellers, talk us through the homeowner process. And, and you're now just like, I feel like you're just advancing in life at rapid steps. So talk us through that, uh, that process. Yeah. You're rolling tens on the game of life. Like you're, you're getting speed tickets. Yeah. You don't belong in the show, man. You are peaking post-college. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. So you want me to tell you the entire process of buying a house? Is that what no, I don't want you to tell us. We don't have time for that. I just want you to give us a quick elevator speech of, of how that whole process was. Was it stressful? Like, what have you done to your new house? Did you have to make any improvements? Yeah. So like March of this year, what we had is our lease was up in June, I believe, at our old apartment. And we lived together in an apartment for a year. And so in March... We met with a realtor on a Thursday. This is when the housing market was just absolutely nuts. I don't know if it still is. I think it still might be a little bit. Um, we met with a realtor on Thursday. Um, they gave us like a little portal of like all of our preferences and like some houses that were available on like the next Monday. And then we were already touring this exact house I'm sitting in on Wednesday. So about six days later, it moved quick. So over the like weekend, we had to like kind of sit down and be like the first one we look at is what we want. We got to put an offer in. So that part of it, I think was a lot different than a lot of other people's. I've heard people look at like 30 or 40 houses and that was definitely not our experience. We looked I, at this house for an hour and had an offer in. <laughs> well, I think like when you guys were buying a house, I mean, people were like putting offers in without even having inspections done and, and putting mm -hmm. in over asking and everything. So yeah, you don't have really the time or the resources to be like touring multiple houses at this point with the right. market how it is. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> had to set our like preferred budget like a little lower just so that we were ready to offer above what they were asking. And luckily we get, we, we got it right at list price, but it turned out pretty good. Cool. But yeah, the location, we looked at it for an hour. The location, the garage and the backyard kind of sold it. Did it just feel right? Like, was it like when you, we were walking through like, oh, this is, this is it. I mean, my nature is to like, I definitely wanted to look at the house for more than an hour before being like, okay, let's put an offer in. But I, I think like the things like the basement or the garage or the yard, definitely location for sure. Like location perfect, what we wanted. Um, and so then we did, a, we did some work to the rest of the house and, and that's kind of how, I didn't, I didn't love it, if that's what you're asking, as we were walking through it the first time. I wasn't like, this is absolutely perfect. But like, I knew there were some good bones to it and a good basis. So with good price, we went for it. What did you love about the location? Just because it was by a cemetery and by Waveland Golf Course or what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, we want to get engaged, bro. Proposal. Yeah. He <laughs> <Even> loves Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 right in between basically the distance from here to downtown and the distance from here to West Des Moines, exact same. So it's sort of Drake neighborhood, I would say, a little bit outside, but but still in the realm of a five or ten minute drive down to the nap center. And it just is right in the part of Des Moines we like the best. So yeah. Also you go to Fernando's to get burritos a lot. I haven't been there. That'd be dangerous for me. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while. We there's a new place over by Drake called Lucky Horse. We've been there a ton. 
It's like a new bar down in Dogtown. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. have been there. His Drake neighborhood is popping. I was seeing pictures or videos the other day. Well, shout out Michael Admire. That guy's like everywhere on my Twitter feed with Drake stuff. But he was like talking about the the new scene over by a campus, and it's just crazy, like how much it blew up from the time we were there. It's pretty sweet. Still got the old basics of Peggy's and West End, but it's blowing up. You still going to Peggy's, hanging out with the Fijis? <laughs> no. We went. We went last year during Relays. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's fair. Going there and realize you got to go. Right. Well, speaking of Drake, uh, shout out men's and women's basketball. That's starting up and then getting getting rolling here. So, uh, women's basketball, we got new era. Um, Jenny's gone. We got Allison Pullman taking over at, at the helm. A um, couple f- former players that Craig and I used to practice against, Courtney Rush and Becca Hittner on staff. Um, so I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that the women have a good year. It started off on a bang. Why not? Yeah. Last second, all right. I mean, there's like what less than five seconds when they hit that three. So yeah, freshman against Creighton freshman, too, right? I think yeah. she was like the player of the year in Iowa. But her, her and uh, Devereza's son were the players of the year, I think. And then she just walks in first game, game winner. Like that's pretty cold. And then the men's. I think the men's team is going to make some noise this year. I think we're going to make a tourney. Not only make it to the tourney, but make a run in the tourney. Mark my words. I'm pretty pumped about the men, dude. Like, I think I think we could have made a small run last year if we just didn't run into the buzzsaw that was USC, you know? Yeah, the way Mobley's looking, like, that team was good. Yeah, they were really one, And two, with – I mean, Drake had a bunch of injuries. Yeah, I feel like we always do, like, towards the end of the year. So, I'm hoping that the injury bug stays away and we can make a run at it. Yeah, it is exciting. How awesome would it be if we were, like, a four seed? I know. Like – could be favored to win a couple of games. Well, it's out of the valley as a four seed. Well, who knows? I mean, it would be like 2008 when we were like a five and we lost to Western Kentucky in like an upset, 2008. That basketball game was my first basketball game that like I, I remember watching March Madness because I picked Western Kentucky to win. This is when I was like really young and just crazy to think. Like I, I remember them hitting that shot. It was like almost a half-court shot. And well, like I ended up maybe, going to Drake. And, maybe, maybe you should have went to Western Kentucky then, Craig. <laughs> I know. I, I have friends that went there now. I basically live right by there. So <laughs> small world. So, Nate, did you – I saw you going to a game. Are you going to try to get to a, a lot of games for the men's team this year? Oh, yeah. I have season tickets, general admission season tickets. So you can sit wherever uh, you'd like. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Shows, shows uh, a big group of us have general admission tickets. And so we're going to be loud and proud. They serve nice beverages at the nap center now. So that makes it really even a step above of where it was when we were in school. And it's just a, it's a fun place to go see a game. What would it take for you to, to body paint at a Drake game? It a big, be, a big loyal game. Let's get that, a bet going. If you ask 17 year old Nate, this question at like a high school football game, I would have like paid you to go with body paint, but I don't know about a Drake indoor facility. What are you afraid of? You got a job, you got a fiance. You got a yeah, house. you're a fiance. You're locked down, bro. Yeah, dude. You're good. <laughs> okay. All right. If you can get if you can get four other people to spell Drake, I'm I'm in. Oh, it'd be funniest if you were just like the R by yourself or something. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what's going on? Nobody else came. And he just had like a sign saying like the rest of them are on their way. <laughs> I, I will find four other people to body paint with uh, you at a Drake yeah. game. I can already think of like three of them. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I reached out to uh, a good buddy and a good uh, friend of the show, Josh McInerney, and asked him if, if he had any things that he wanted to ask Nate um, or Craig. And he said he wanted to know what is the most awkward situation you've ever been in. Do you have any good stories for us, either Craig or Nate? Awkward? Yeah, like most awkward or uncomfortable Uh, situation you've ever been in. It's like everyday life. (laughs) Every day is awkward. Yeah. That was pretty awkward in the moment. (laughs) It doesn't seem like a lot to you guys, but like I felt so awkward. Okay. So it was like, I think I was a freshman at Drake. This is Drake related too, so it fits right in. I was in I was in quad, freshman at Drake. I was in Drake choir. I think this was fall semester. Oh, that's awkward, dude. That's so awkward. Shut up. 
<laughs> and there was a group of, I think, seniors in the choir who I'd met, who I'd known for like two months. And they're across the way at this table. And they like yell at me and say like, hey, Nate, what up? Like, I don't remember what they said. And I like stopped with food in my hand. And I was like, hey, so-and-so. And like went down the line of the whole booth and like named all of them. There was like six people at the table. And I, I named the first five and I got to the last girl. I got to the last girl and I was like, hey. And I just stood there and I didn't even like mumble anything. And I was petrified because I just, I totally blanked and everyone knew it. And I didn't just keep walking or anything. But yeah, that's what first came to mind because that still kind of haunts me to this day. That was, that was a pretty awkward moment. For me. That, that's pretty awkward. I would say that you always got to avoid the name drops because you lead to situations like that. It was also like a good distance. Like it wasn't like I was right next to their table. So I was kind of yelling and then I, yeah. So it was a whole scene as a freshman in college when you're trying to like just fit in and get by. Yeah. That, that's, that's, a tough, that's a tough look. You should have just said, what's up guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, lesson learned, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Now you just go with what's up guys. Craig, any good stories? Not really. I, I feel bad kind of piggybacking off of Nate's story, but I was out a couple of weeks ago and I saw someone that I hadn't seen in Louisville for three, four, three, four months. And he's got a brother and it was his birthday. And I, I said, Hey, Tyler. And his name's Corey and his brother's name is Tyler. So I messed that up. He's like, bro, my name's, my name's Corey. I'm like, like, I'm not, I was like, dang like I've only had one beer I'm like not even drunk like that's just on me so that that, that was awkward you should have um, just played it off like you were blacked out drunk and you were just like yeah, just, uh, oh my bad dude you guys look the same just kept calling him Tyler like it was like a joke <laughs> yeah I should have I should have that's why it was so awkward because I, I just you know I had the opportunity to to start some you know inside joke and just choked yeah that's tough it's tough I, when I you're feel like thinking on the fly names are the worst because I feel like now I'm a little older. I'm not bad with names, but I'm not good with them. And there's just, it's when I let my guard down a little bit, like, like you said, it's like that sixth person or that, that random person I'm not expecting to see out at the bar, but I do. That's when I get caught. Like if I know, you know, I'm going to a group and I might see these people, like I've got it down. I practice, I go on Facebook, but if it's, you know, if I'm not expecting it, that's, that's when I get, that's when I mess up. I think it's always an awkward interaction when like you bump into people at like a bar or something that you like follow on social media or you're friends with, but you like never talk to in person. And you're like, what do you say? Like, how do you like, like, what are you, how are you supposed to interact? Like, Hey, I think we follow each other on whatever it is. <laughs> so, or do you like, or do you pretend like you have no idea, no idea who they are and just like introduce yourself, you know? That's usually what I go with. I'm like, I just act like I've never seen them in my life. Yeah, but like you've like follow each other and you've liked like every picture that they've yeah, posted. Hopefully they put along and they're like, yeah, I don't know who this guy is either. But like, that's always a tough scene, I think. I have a question for y'all. What percentage of Instagram pictures do you like? Because I like like 95%. Like, I, I think it's mean to not like something. Like, I'm like, you know what? If this person thinks that it's, it's worth it to them to post, I will support that. No, I, I'm on uh, Team Craig on this one. I would say that okay. I, I give out likes like candy at a parade, dude. I don't know what it is, but like if I'm going to go through Instagram or whatever it may be, it's like not Twitter because this is different because Twitter, I like to only give likes to things that like openly make me laugh yep, so that I can yep, go okay. through my likes later and then laugh at my own likes. But mm -hmm. like for Instagram and stuff, like if people can benefit from me giving them a little like, a little double tap, it doesn't hurt me anything, you know? Yeah. Like boost someone's confidence, make them think that they like look good, like oh, this person looks ugly. I'm not going to like it. Like, no, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad way to go about it. I usually just like it and, and move on. Like it doesn't okay. hurt me to like, you know, Well, now I feel like an awful person, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, Nate, Nate, I don't even think Nate likes my posts when I post. I don't, I don't like many things. I mean, I like them, but I don't like physically like them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why? If you, especially if you like it actually in real life, you should just double tap it. I mean, I do like my fair share of pictures, but like, I don't, I don't really, I, I don't cog, consciously think about like oh i need to give this a personal like for posting when i'm like scrolling if that makes any sense i usually consciously think of like not liking something like <laughs> depending on the person that posted i'll just be like ah, i'm gonna keep scrolling on this one or like 
if I if now people are gonna think like if I didn't like their posts that I just hate them, but like sometimes I just don't go on Instagram for a couple of days, so that that yeah. might be it too. But yeah, usually right. I'm just on a roll and I just like everything. I have a related question. This might get into like grinds my gears, but like on a very public profile, like like Taylor Swift or the Chicago Bears or like a, something like that on Instagram, and their post comes on your feed. Do you like those photos? Like physically like them, Craig. And if so, why? Why in the world, Craig? You can go first. What, what do you think? I, I'd say very rare. So it's like weird. Like I, it, it's much less common. And it, if it is, it's something I'm pumped about. <laughs> like if if the Vikings, uh, that's a bad example. I'm mad about that. Let's say like some symbols lost last night, but like Anthony Edwards was phenomenal, and it's just like highlight clips of him, and I'm like actually excited about that, and it like makes me want to cry less because they lost again last night. <laughs> then I will like it because it got me excited. Um, I don't follow many artists, like music creators i would say yeah i don't usually like like big accounts because the reason that i give out likes is like to make others feel better i guess so i don't need to make the yeah. bears feel better by liking their posts you know yeah I'll some, just people that, some people that i follow like you can see your own followers like like if they like that type of stuff and i like some people who just religiously like those pages and i'm i'm just mind blown I don't yeah i mean I'm, not, I'm definitely not about that but maybe they think that like the celebrity will see like oh nate morhauser like my post like I, I should reach out via dms or something maybe like all my posts since 2007 i might give him tickets yeah yeah i don't know i don't know where people's heads are at with that situation but i'm definitely like a scroll scroll first type of mentality when it comes to celebrities i don't you know why it? it bothers me that much either but i just thought of it now what, yeah. like what account makes you the most mad when you see that i think like the bears like the like bears some some friends who are bears fans that just like and maybe but i also i don't if i'm really pumped about something i won't like it but i'll like share it to my story okay that that's fair and i guess they do that more but like justin fields played well you know, oh, yeah. Monday. If like, it's like justin fields picture i'll definitely yeah it's it. like gas that man up right now yeah so, I don't know. Even strokes. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, do you guys have a good Grinds My Gears this week, or is it just me again, probably? <laughs> well, you go with yours, and I'll probably get something off of that. Okay. My Grinds My Gears, I think you both – I specifically held it for this episode because I think you both will disagree, and I'm always here for controversy. Um, my Grinds My Gears is when people pay to run in events. Like, why are places charging to run, like, a 5, 10K or, like, a half marathon or a full marathon? Like, I'm going to do this running event where I'm, like, literally dying running to the finish line, and you're going to charge me money to do it? Like, I haven't done those events because, number one, I'm lazy. Number two, I'm fat and out of shape. Number three, I'm definitely not paying to run. So that's what I'm grind my grinds my gears this week. Let's hear both of your thoughts because you're both avid runners. That. That's not true. I, I do not like running. But the reason I don't like running is because I paid to run in the marathon. And it was the most pain I've ever experienced. But the best feeling I ever had in my entire life is after finishing that, chowing down food for four hours afterwards. Like, you ever think about the hungriest you've ever been and how good that food tasted? Imagine that times 10. That's what it's like to finish a marathon and eat food for free. That, that's what I paid for. I paid for a medallion, which is like stupid. Okay, I don't, I don't need a trophy or whatever. But I paid for that food and beer at the end. Yeah. So that, that's, what, that's what I think my money goes towards. I think best, it was well worth it. I think the best food has ever tasted for me, um, since you asked, thanks for asking, um, yeah. was Raisin Cane's in Lincoln, Nebraska after our flag football games. I think that was the best food I've ever tasted. I was probably the hungriest I've ever been. And just dunking those tendies in the sauce for the first time in my life. It was like having your first child, bro. It was just inspirational. <laughs> Imagine that all afternoon for free. All right, that's fair. Okay, uh, Nate, what are your thoughts? All right, all right. So, so, so my first point: those things are usually big fundraisers. So that's 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 a whole part of it. I think, <laughs> like, like you don't want to raise money for cancer. That's basically what you just said. They are not. No, a majority of them are not fundraisers. Dude, what are they doing with that but money? They have a fundraising component for sure. Like yeah, half probably. Your entry fee goes to whatever. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. I want you to send proof 
okay, for the next I'll... calendar year of every race and show what the, the division of funds is. All right. My second point is definitely agreeing with Craig. You get like some, you get free beer at the end. Some, I just finished a half marathon in October. I got a full cold pork sandwich. Like that doesn't sound Dude. good after a run, but like I devour it. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. You say it's free food and free beer. It's not because you're paying a hundred dollars to run a marathon and die and then to eat after. Like, that's like that's when it, that, that, that gives me memories of when you asked me to volunteer, Craig, they asked me, he had the audacity to ask me to volunteer at an event at the, the Des Moines Golf and Country Club where I would have to pay to volunteer, but then they give me a free shirt or something. And I was like, that is not volunteering, number one. It's paying to work. And number two, it's not a free shirt because I'm paying money to do it. But he was so excited about it. I'm like, dude, this is a scam. I don't remember that at all. But the Solheim Club. Nate's running oh, golf here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the salon. That's different, dude. Come on. I would pay to volunteer at the salon over and over again. You guys are big pin the number on your chest type of guys. But, Dave, you got to think. They're, they they hire all these policemen to block all this traffic. You got to you gotta buy all the medallions, as stupid as you think those are. You got to you gotta pay, like, the elite guys who show up to run these races. Like, top three or four or whatever – of these like world-renowned runners get prize money yeah my money <laughs> well like that's what makes it so fun is like the amount of people that run it it wouldn't be fun if like 25 people ran it. no i get i get that it's like a big exciting thing to do for people that enjoy running psychopaths but um no, I, I just I agree with you to an extent like mile 12 and i'm like oh my god i paid a hundred dollars to do this it definitely uh, doesn't I definitely get I understand like it's an event and like there's a lot of excitement about it but like you will never catch me paying to run I promise you that that's fair if the biggest loser calls me and tells me they'll pay my entry fee maybe I'll try it someday but as of right now you won't see me running a marathon that's fair yeah I'm I'm, I feel like I'm kind of in the middle like the the food made it worth it for me because it was that much better but paying a hundred dollars for a bunch of food is expensive I did get a really nice pair of comfy socks, though. Oh, damn. So, Do you know where those socks that, are? That's like eight or, bucks, you know. Did you lose them? Do you still know where they are? Uh, I think they're up in Minnesota, but they're, they're, they're nice. <laughs> those are great. Green. Yeah. Super useful they're socks. Great. Com- commemorative grandma's marathon socks. Yeah. Okay. No, it's fine. That, that's just my grinds, my gears. I thought it was appropriate for the audience. So, so thanks for your thoughts. I, I appreciate the discussion. Either you guys have any grinds, my gears, or should we move on to uh, something else? All right. I, I go ahead, Nate. Happened like three minutes ago. Actually, no, tonight though. It's like, every time I open my mouth, is your grind? No, 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 no. <laughs> this is another homeowner thing. So I live on a corner, and there's always these people that'll just park right, like right on the curb, right next to my house, and just sit in their car. It sounds super creepy, but like, and then I let my dog go out in the yard, and he's an absolute psycho. So he will just lose his mind if somebody is parked right on the curb there. And this lady tonight was just like on her iPad playing a game, like smoking a cigarette. And she sat there for like 30 minutes. Like, is that a normal, like, am I missing something? Was she waiting for somebody? Maybe you're being watched by the feds, dude. (laughs) And this lady every morning at like 6am, I think she's like a, she's like a home nurse and she does like rounds around here. Cause I always see her like writing up a report at like 6am, but she'll always do it. (laughs) <laughs> right outside and my dog wakes me up like every morning barking at this lady he thinks his nurse is gonna come attack us maybe you should use the dog as an excuse and just say hey my dog is actually prescribed cocaine and he doesn't like when you sit outside my house so can you move where a dog don't park on my curb yeah maybe that's an idea you can you can use the dog as, a, as an excuse but yeah i don't i don't have i don't have a solution for that and you don't live by like any restaurants or anything where like people are like using parking for that yeah, I'm cemetery. just in a neighborhood by a cemetery. I don't know why people want to park over here. Because they're visiting Maybe they want to go get engaged at the cemetery. <laughs> they're visiting their loved ones. Um, okay, yeah, that, that's a good one. Thank you for participating in Grinds My Gears. Craig, it yeah. seems like you might have something. Yeah, have I talked about the vet? No, I don't think so. Uh, this, this one's appropriate for Nate because he has a dog. But my, my girlfriend's dog... Um, when we were gone one time, got hold of the remote, bit into it, and uh, 
got acid burn on his tongue. Um, so, you know, batteries have bad things in them. So his tongue was, you know, burning. It wasn't terrible. He, he only had a little bite, a little nibble, but we still had to take him in because that's, you know, pretty bad for your body to just have battery acid. And, um, sometimes talking, it is a lot more. Are we talking triple A's, double A's? Triple A. So small, 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 yeah, but okay. yeah. And sometimes the dog actually eats a battery and that's like super dangerous, but like, so this wasn't like, we still had to take him in though. I came home and we'd actually both played volleyball got home at like 1130 and we found him. We're like, Oh, come on. So we looked up this, you know, there's not many vets open at that time. We found an ER vet going, it's super sketchy. It's behind it. Like a, a super cheap hotel, like a motel, like a motel eight, just a movable. The dude just wrote like vet with chalk on the, on the brick wall behind, behind the Walmart. And we go in and it's, it's like, a like, it's like a haunted medical office from like the sixties. Like everything's out of date super discolored cupboards are like withering away there's super dim lighting we go in um and we're like hey like you know our dog just bit a new battery we're talking to the vet and my girlfriend uh was, was pretty nervous and she's just like like is he gonna be okay he's like i don't know that's reassuring like and like and, and walked away she's like whoa, whoa, whoa like like is my dog gonna die and he said i don't know and walked away again and we're like what 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 the heck like if you're like he just been new battery he should be fine he came back like 20 minutes later with medicine he's like no and like by 60 years like no dog that's been a battery is like it's all healed it's fine but like we were freaking out for like 10 minutes like are we gonna like is our dog gonna die you know like yeah he, he comes back he's like i just googled it he should be fine yeah yeah like no <laughs> like says, you can tell us just like 10 minutes ago like everything's okay we're fine and it was like you know, super late at night, we're freaking out. Um, so that, that's my grandma here. Vets oh, who don't reassure that your dog isn't going to die. That's my grandma here. It's good to hear the background of that because I think last time we tried to do an episode, you had, you texted me and you're like, hey, my dog got into some batteries. We're going to have to postpone. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Got into some batteries. <laughs> so, all right. It's yeah. good to hear that story. Um, yeah, uh, Nate, your grinds my gears reminded me. So when I was biking to and from work, this guy's house that I would bike past every day, it was like, um, you guys ever see like on your local news stations when you were younger, did they have like speed busters? Was that a thing or just a thing in Milwaukee? I think so. A lot of times like the news stations would go sit on the streets and like use like speed guns and just be like, check that out. 49 (laughs) miles per hour on a 25 that's a Milwaukee so, thing for sure <laughs> but but anyways this dude like I would ride my bike past this guy's house and the first time I discovered it out a car was zooming past me at the same time and this guy was like sitting on his porch and he gets up sprints to the edge of his lawn and just starts screaming and cussing out this car and I think he's screaming at me so I like almost fell off my bike in shock but it turns out he was just like cussing out every car that goes by fast I thought it was just a one-time thing then I noticed him every single day on his porch just screaming at fast cars so that just made me think of that i don't know that's awesome i but, i, I kind of relate to craig's grandma years arnie went to uh he went to the er vet uh twice in about a three-week span back in back in april first time he got into like three-fourths of a bag of chocolate chips oh. um <laughs> time he got his ear sliced by another dog at a at a dog park so yeah he's I don't know. I was doing, I was like doing a bunch of research as we were sitting in the car at the ER vet. Vets, their job is like the most depressing job in all of the world. I'm, I think so. Him saying, I don't know, is probably <laughs> just, I don't know. So, they, so look, this is wild too. So the, the vet, um, he was a Vietnamese guy and I, I Googled his name. And like 40 years ago, he was basically the, like the head of the Vietnamese FDA, like the equivalent of the FDA in Vietnam. Oh, and he just decided to like open a, a vet ER place in like Kentucky 40 years ago. Wild. That is, that is strange. Yeah. He just yeah. decided to open a vet behind a Walmart. Yeah. yeah. No, no, super sketchy motel. 
It's like where we stayed in Nebraska for for a flight football. Yeah, we <laughs> stayed at some, some terrible hotels. Shout yeah. out to Howard Johnson in Lincoln, Nebraska. Howard Johnson. <laughs> I think we walked up to our room. I'll never forget this. When we went into our went into our room, they were just the t- most terrible rooms I've ever seen. It looked like someone was going to harvest our kidneys in the bathroom. And I think it was Josh McInerney that went into the bathroom first. It was just like, dude, I think the maid shit in our toilet and left it there. <laughs> And I was like, oh, God, just flush it, bro. And let's just think it never happened. Uh, that was the Howard Johnson for you. Everybody, everybody stay away from the Howard Johnson in Lincoln, Nebraska. Just stay away from Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. GBR, baby, GBR. Um, okay, so that brings me to the opposite of that, my bright bulb of the week. Okay, I know I've only done this once, but I'm going to bring it back this week. Um, I was also riding my bike, and I saw this, and, it, and I thought – you know, I stopped right then and there and I added this to my notes app that I was going to do this as my bright bulb of the week. But I, when I ride my bike home, I go over this bridge and there's um, some train tracks. And for the first time I saw a train going underneath the bridge. Okay. And you know, you don't, as an adult, you don't think much of it, but this little kid, he had, he was walking with his mom and that he, he forced her to stop so he could stand on the bridge and just stare at the train as it went past. And I was just, I saw from afar that they stopped and I just like, rode past him and they were just staring at this train go past and the mom was like tugging on his arm he was just like we got to watch this train so so it just it made me laugh made me smile so that was my bright bulb of the week you smiled i smiled yep good for you good yeah, for it's, you it's always weird to be like on a bike smiling too like i listen to a podcast usually and it makes me smile and i just look like a psychopath riding my bike just with a big grin on my face <laughs> you do look like a psychopath you are like what is wrong with that guy I just heard like some light piano music going on in my head as I was picturing that you just riding down the hill on your bike. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it was a nice moment. Anything that you guys have to contribute? Or you're just happy all the time. Is your bike bulb always just on? My bulb is pretty bright. I'm an engaged man, David. Engaged works at a golf course for a living. Like, yeah, your bulb is pretty bright. Now that your, your, your bright bulb reminded me, did you guys ever have the like big, in like your shopping malls, the big like train sets right in the middle that you could put a quarter in and watch the train like go around the whole set. Yes. That I used to always, uh, that was me. I always wanted to stop on that, stop at that and put a quarter in and watch. I know the it's one, a little bit different, a real train from a mall train, but. The ones that you could ride in? No, like, uh, like, uh, like, like a small figurine train. And there was like a big display on like a glass box. You kind of look like a guy that would have like a uh, train set in his basement and would just like take a lot of pride in getting it to, to get up and running. You can put down his registry. Yeah. Eden's like, why did I just see on the credit card you spent 10 grand on a train set? I think I have a bunch of like train Christmas ornaments too, like little trains. Yeah, see, you would have been that little boy just demanding to watch the train go by. Yeah, that frightened my pole. All right, well, this has been fun, Craig. I know it's getting late uh, Eastern time. I didn't know if you guys wanted to do top three today or if, Craig, you needed to dip out. What do you think? That sounds like a good thing to end on. Okay, let's roll into it. Uh, top three today. Um, I think we're going to go with this one. I'm going to preface this by saying it was Craig's idea, not my idea, um, but it's going to be potatoes. So top three today of your favorite type of potato. Um, it could be a way it's prepared, whatever it may be. Um, I'm interested to see where this one goes. So Nate being the guest, you can go uh, first here. We can go, you know, three, two, one of your order, or we can do whatever you want. Yeah, I'll start with number three, um, sweet potato fries. Oh, okay. Sweet potato fries at number three for Nate. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Number two. Oh, wait. Do you guys want to go around the, yeah, around the horn? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Craig, what do you think? I'll, I'll do my 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 third, and I'm I'm actually jealous because I wish I would have done sweet potato fries for my number three. I just have French fries. Okay, <laughs> uh, but I actually like sweet potato fries more. So I'm I'm a jealous man, Nate. You can, I mean you can you've you got can, it all. What you've a, got a house, a woman, and and sweet potato fries. I, mean, I don't have many sweet potato fries in my life. <laughs> and a small waist from the sweet potato fries. So okay, Craig, what's your favorite? french fry though like what place do you like to get fries from i think mcdonald's um and i I don't like eat a ton like a ton of french fries but if i do i want them from there i've been seeing on commercials that the new wendy's fries are favored two to one over mcdonald's fries so you should maybe give those a shot Mm. 
Hmm. I'll, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on a road trip this weekend, so I'll, I'll actually probably check that out. Okay, good. Um, let's see. My number three for potatoes. I'm going to go mashed potatoes with some butter in there. I think those are, that's my number three of, of the way that I like to prepare some potatoes. So I don't know what you guys think of that, but that's my choice. Do you like gravy at all? Yeah, I'm a gravy guy for sure. Potatoes and gravy. But if I had to pick one, it's, it's potatoes and butter. Okay. Yeah, that, that was my number two, actually. So that leads, that leads into that pretty easily. Potatoes and gravy? Just nice whipped up mashed potatoes, a little chicken gravy on top. Okay. Perfect. That leads into my number two, which is my aunt's mashed potatoes. This is a poor, a poor top three. I apologize. I didn't realize there'd be so much overlap. I thought there's a lot of potatoes. You guys are not original at all. <laughs> but I no, I, my my next one is. But but no, my, my aunt makes the best mashed potatoes. They're super creamy. They've got some skin still in them. And and this might be a little bit of a hot take though. I am not a mashed potatoes and gravy guy. I do not want the gravy. It dilutes the mashed potato. Uh, there's enough. There's enough flavoring in how she makes the mashed potatoes. I don't want the gravy. I'm not a big skin in my mashed potatoes guy. Okay. I like the skin for sure. You're a skin yeah. guy. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, my number two, I am gonna go with hash browns. And if I have to be specific, I'll do hash brown patties. That is my number two in ways I like to prepare potatoes. I don't think I've ever had a hash brown patty. What, you just have them like scrambled, like the scrambled hash browns? You're talking about like the rectangle things? Yeah, like, like the, the rectangle things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sprinkle, like, like sprinkle McDonald's. Some, sprinkle some Lowry's on there? Yeah, like McDonald's hash browns. Oh, yeah. okay, I understand. What I'm did you think I said? Like on a chicken yeah. patty, just a hash well, brown? I was, I was picturing it circular for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like a sausage patty? Yeah, there's there's probably hash brown discs. (laughs) (laughs) My family used to call uh, those hash brown patties uh, hash brown, or we call them potato things. Potato things. Potato things or things? Things. Okay. (laughs) You just can't think of anything. But you can think of anything better than that than to call them things. Nope. Nope. Okay. Okay. Nate, what's your uh, number one way you like potatoes? Number one potato up. I've ever had is that Drake Diner, the loaded hash browns. They put sour cream and onions and cheese and it is the greatest thing ever. I don't know why I don't get it more often, but yes, loaded hash browns at Drake Diner. All right. Shout out Drake Diner. Do you like Drake Diner? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like Drake Diner. It's a good like feel. It's a good feel, a good vibe, and it also has some good food. Great shape. I, I always thought it was super overrated, but um, I guess I'm in the minority there too. Yeah, their cake shakes. Yeah, their shakes are fire. Cake shakes are good. Yeah, I think good. I think it is overrated, but it also has like a great Drake feel. Like, it's like good, for two hour wait, like every morning, it's not that good. That's, I would never, I would never wait that long, Craig. Never. Okay. Okay. If good. they told me longer than thirty minutes, I'm out of there. Okay. Respect. My, my number one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. With my number one? Yeah. Uh, my, my number one's a little different. I was thinking outside the box. It's actually Akavit, which is like distilled potatoes. It's an, it's an alcohol. It's like Scandinavian. Um, kind of like gin. It's a distilled potato that's aged in botanicals. So that's, that's my number one way to, to, to eat or drink potatoes. What's that? Spell that for the audience. Uh, well, there's different spellings based off of like the region or, or you know what what i don't i don't know i don't understand all the specifics but Dude. uh it can be a q u a v i t or a k v a v i t i think that was such like a sweater tied around your waist type answer <laughs> that was out <laughs> of the that, mean? that was out yeah. of the box for sure no, I like it though. At least it was original and you weren't just like, Hey, I know you guys all just said mashed potatoes, but I'm going to say mashed potatoes with a little pepper in there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Without gravy. Yeah. Um, unique answer. Uh, tater tots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, okay. That was good, Craig. I mean, I would have personally Thanks, never thought David. of it, but because I never heard of it. So, uh, we'll, we'll have to drink some aqua beat sometime. You'll hate yeah. it. Potato vodka. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know of that obviously like, in my uh, pharmacy fraternity, our like family drink was uh, Chopin potato vodka. So, um, is that your number one? 
No, absolutely not. I've had some bad experiences with Schopenbach. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number one is going to have to be potato chips. Uh, oh. If I'm going regular, I'm going Ruffles. If I'm going with a little zest to them, Flamin' Hot Chips. Those are good. So, yeah, that, that's my choice. I love the potato chip. Um, if you know the story of how potato chips started, it was like an accident, and they – just sliced potatoes a little too thin and uh, turns out turned into an amazing invention. So uh, shout out those guys, whoever invented it. That didn't even cross my mind. That's a great answer. Thank you. Wow. Scandinavian potato preparations didn't cross my mind either. So I think we all had some good value to add to this potato (laughs) top three. Except for mashed potatoes, but maybe it's fair that they were all chosen because it's just one of the best ways. Yeah, I mean, I'm, glad, I'm glad no one said baked potato. That's um, see, I was, I was about to say I'm overrated. surprised you guys didn't say baked potatoes. I don't know. I like I like baked potatoes with like some steak. It's pretty yeah, soft. But... Sour cream and butter. No, I'm not a sour cream guy. Not a sour cream guy. Just sour cream is so filthy to me. I don't know why, but it's just disgusting. My thing with like just a whole potato, like a loaded potato or whatever, is like there's things I'd just rather have. Like with a steak, I'd rather have like asparagus and mushrooms. Okay. That's a sweater tied around your waist answer too. <laughs> no, I think my dad's a big mushroom with his steaks kind of guy too. So that's a that's a, an advanced oh, palate, I think. Yeah. I'm not a mushroom yeah. guy either. I'm a, I'm a picky eater. I mean, you guys know that, but. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Craig's got to get to bed um nate thank you for joining us i had a lot of fun i hope you guys had fun as well um it's always a good time on peaked in college for sure um episode eight you guys have anything to say as your departing message uh go dogs i'm excited for the the basketball season to get underway hope to talk to you guys soon other than interview form can't wait to see you body painting at the uh loyola game I'll, i'll i'll find a squad for you I'll be watching on uh, on ESPN three for the uh, random guy with blue paint, the K standing, jumping around by himself in the crowd (laughs) and everyone around him being, (laughs) yeah, double fisting beers. (laughs) All right, boys, have a good night. It was uh, fun chatting. Thank you all for listening. Hopefully you listened to the entire episode of uh, Peaked in College episode eight. All right. Thanks guys. This was great. Have a good night.